<laughs> yeah, I was like, what's the strongest beer that I have in the fridge right now? Uh, Drink it. Exactly. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the Big Blue United podcast. My name's uh, TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. Hey, guys. Uh, what's going on tonight? Feeling any sort of relief at all? or No. It's a celebration. Yeah, there you go. Dan Stando's. He knows. Uh, only, only the Giants can make... The jettisoning, uh, jet- jettisoning of, jettisoning. That's of Dave Gettleman, not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that it, it could be a lot more fun, but it wasn't. It was. Yeah. Uh, let's have the family and friends on the sideline have a good old time. Smiles, oh, we'll hugs, yeah, whatever. Uh, let me let me just hop in real quick and do the intro uh, because we have a guest today, so I want to introduce her real quick. Uh, Follow Big Blue United, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Podnet on Twitter. Make sure you download that DraftKings app because sports betting is now legal in New York, so there's no excuse not to download that DraftKings app tonight. Um, We also have exciting news. We started our own Twitter between the three of us. So basically the Big Blue United Twitter is run by Ian, who's been on the, the pod a few times, but we finally have our own. So you can follow us at BBU Pod Boys with a Z because... You know, we consider ourselves to be like a 2000 eras boy band, the most best we can. I don't know. Um, I was going to say that we're keeping it real. Yeah. Keep it, uh, to the streets. Yeah. All right. Man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Totally. And uh, tonight we have uh, Steffi Smalls with us. I'm sure you already follow her on Twitter, but if you don't, at Steffi Smalls with three L. Steffi, how you doing tonight? What's going on? I'm doing good. I'm not doing as well as I thought I would on this day but i'm excited to be back with you guys this will be a therapeutic evening for all of us that's all we got that's we need it we need it yes i mean i'm not feeling that bad and i want to just say that there's two things that i'm very happy about today one is that i don't have to watch any giants games for the foreseeable future at least till next year and two dave gellman is no longer the gm of the new york giants so you gotta like at least I know there's a situation looming with Joe Judge, et cetera, which we're going to get into later. But I just want to start with how do you feel that Dave Gettleman is not the GM anymore? And, and, and Steph, since, since you're our guest, why don't we start with you? I feel good. So I will say that this is, you know, I wish he did get a little bit, you know, take some accountability for what he has done to this franchise. I would have loved that. I think everyone on Twitter demanding that. What do you guys want? I mean, you know, we've all seen any presser he's done. We've seen the way that he is. Um, You're not going to get what you want at the end of the day. So just take it as it is. He is retired. He's gone. Thank goodness. Retired. (laughs) Retired. Yes, of course. (laughs) Um, Whatever. I, you know, this is soft. It's how this, you know, this is how things go, but he is gone. So let's hope that things, I, I don't even know if this fully puts things back on the tracks. It might put us on the tracks and then we're like in standstill. And then it kind of goes from what, what do they do from here? Who do they bring on? Um, but I feel a little bit of relief. Yeah. It's like, it's like the very minimum they could have done on this black mm-hmm. Monday was, let Dave Gettleman you know, walk out in the sunset on his own own terms. It's like the guy that wreaked havoc on the Giants for the past four years, giving us absolutely nothing to cheer about, uh, gets a gets a respectful send off, um, and they do nothing to further uh, indicate where the the franchise is going, what what their ambitions are. Aside, mm-hmm. leak a couple names of GMs they're requesting interviews with. Um, all of this could have been done like 
I don't know, two months ago. Um, and we would have been in a way better situation. But nonetheless, I think, uh, Dave Gettleman, if you were to do like a, a word cloud of the, the names we've said on this pod for the past two years, his name would certainly be uh, the largest. And um, hopefully we don't have to mention it too much unless we're referring to how he destroyed the roster in, in coming years and how we can make up for it. But uh, uh, I, I have a theory, and it may, it may be typical or, or, or somewhat typical anyway, but I feel like the only reason that they allowed him to have such a jovial send-off is they would be so worried about what he would say about ownership if he was full-on fired. Mm-hmm. He would probably be such a snake-in-the-grass kind of guy and put all the dirty laundry out there. And I, I know I think that's exactly why Mara was not. Uh, Isn't that what D'Angelo Williams said when he came to the Giants? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and and he would he would have done it. They would have done it two months ago. They probably would have done it two months ago. But he had them over the fire. Yeah. For Steph whatever made a good point. Like as as like lackluster as this end of his tenure at the Giants is. Like, what do you really expect would have happened? Do you think he would have come out and and and? you know, been remorseful and, and apologized to the fans. He would have said nothing, taken zero accountability. No. It would have mm-hmm. just been. An, I mean, he's never like taken accountability for anything. Conference. It would have been, yeah, it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at this too, right? Like wh- one of the last things I remember him saying is obviously we have more trust in our own line than you guys. Oh uh, yeah. Because <laughs> like literally what did you, you left us with Andrew Thomas. Are you crazy? Like there's like, I cannot believe that's the one thing that goes through my head over and over again is obviously we trust them. What do you mean? So, uh, and it's a shame that he really just gets to walk on out. You promised us hog mollies X amount of years ago. You have left us in more despair than I could ever imagine, sir. I bid you adieu. See you later. (laughs) You know, he's, he's got one foot in Massachusetts. He'll never step foot in the tri-state area ever again. He won't be allowed. He can't. Good riddance. As far as I'm concerned, (laughs) I think I just want to touch quickly on what you said, Colin, about ownership being like tepid about doing these things. And and I I think you're 100 percent right. And I and I know I said we'll talk about judge later, but just to like make a comment here, it's like this is why he is like in limbo, basically. And they're coming out and saying that he's going to the next GM will have the decision to fire him. We're not going to do it because John Mara is such a nice guy that he can't possibly do this himself or do the right thing. And I don't, I think this is why they've taken so long to do the right, to do the right thing. I mean, even if they're going to at all, but Gettleman is gone. I'm pleased with it in terms of the guys that are coming in after him. I know we've, we've had a few names out there for guys that they're going to request interview as Dan said. So let me rattle off a few of those names. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, no, go I, ahead, Dan, if you want to go. We, we, we were, that's how we're letting Dave Gettleman off after, after all these years. We're just like <laughs> yeah, we wrapping it up in two can. minutes. This like we, accounted for like five hours plus, not even like 20 hours of our, of our, our dialogue. We got to get some shots off. We can't just yeah, yeah. move on to the next thing. Like, I think uh, the Mara's approach to Gettleman is, is totally indicative of, and, and shown where they let him have the party on the sideline where he had like 20 family members hanging out. Did you see him like posturing on the sidelines with his hands in his big fat pockets, just staring at his team with his gut out, just like smiling at, in some sort of like misplaced pride of what he put together, like looking, looking at his work. Um, it just made me sick. Like they, 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 they fired Jerry Reese in the middle of the season. Jerry Reese had a winning record and won two Super Bowls. Uh, Gettleman gets to throw a party and laugh on the sidelines when we're <laughs> we're running QB sneaks and second down uh, in in our own territory. The, the the team is is marginally considered an NFL team, 
there's nothing, no identity, nothing he, he proposed to do succeeded. He's an idiot, an ignoramus, a Luddite, an anti-intellectual, a regressive, just, just anchor weight to the bottom of the sea. I, there's nothing <laughs> redeemable about this human being. Go back to Boston, you scumbag. I hate him so much. You know what me? Oh. It's like, they don't care, right? Like, it's so obvious. Like, you have no remorse for any, like, Mira, even, like, seeing them on, uh, Sunday was very aggravating. It was very frustrating to me to see all these clips. You're just walking. No one's doing anything. No one's making a statement. They just want to go about, do you see what you did to our beautiful franchise? Like, do you know where we were and what you've done? So it's very frustrating, especially the way he was able to at least say you fired him. What? the hell like yeah. <laughs> you can't just say you fired like at least fired him who let him retire like retire go ahead go on your merry way thanks for all the help buddy you i i just another theory just jumped into my head too there was <laughs> it, it was not even written on on twitter that much or, or anywhere by beat writers i can't believe i didn't see it there was hardly anybody in that stadium period and the camera did not show the crowd Barely at all. Yeah. I, I, you can guarantee that ownership paid off the network to say, don't put the, the, the camera on the crowd. Don't do it. Yeah, I mean, good. That's there. that's what we said needed to happen. So maybe, you know, the judge thing kind of gets kicked to the next the next guy they bring in, but at least it's up and it's there. It's not like three weeks ago when he's back. You know, he's definitely back 100%. And then, you know, obviously the press conference happens. I think for me, the, the, those kneel downs that you mentioned, Dan, are it's just... I was watching that and I've never been more embarrassed to be a Giants fan in my entire life than watching a team basically play to not give up a safety instead of trying to score a touchdown. That's where this team is at. And if you're John Mayer and you sit there and and you don't see how pathetic that is and see how pathetic your team is. I mean, I wish fans came like the Jaguars fans did this weekend and dressed up like clowns because that's it's it's worse than that. It's worse than that. They're so, in a better position. They're a better the, team. I give the fans I give the fans credit for blowing this game off and giving the giving ownership a view of what the future looks like if they keep making these decisions. Yeah, for what it's worth, I, I was listening to the New York New York pod with John Jaskremski, and he yeah. had uh, Francesa on. And really, man, I, you know, as much as like I, I was done with Francesa, I really missed him, especially like in moments like these where he has some like real clout and actually knows people in the building and stuff. Yeah, uh, and he and like of all the things he said, which was you know a lot of stuff we're thinking and how they need to go outside the build outside the building, outside the family. He said that the lack of fans was, this was probably, that was probably the most significant thing that could make any impression on the Maris is the building being empty. And that's the only thing they're going to react to. So that gives me a glimmer of hope that the whole thing gets blown up and, and Joe judge doesn't stay on. And we empower the next GM with no connections to do something. But um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna Maris is such a coward that, that he will <laughs> for his own volition, uh, will he'll go about that? He'll 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 bring a, a GM on, and then he'll say, "Can you fire Joe? I, I don't want to do it." <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. 100%. I think the same exact thing is. It feels like even now, like I'm actually to to be honest, very shocked by how many of these notifications I've gotten of external people that they are going to to ask permission to be able to interview them. I'm shocked. I mean, yeah. legitimately floored. Um, I thought at first, the first couple, I'm like, okay, smokescreen, we get it. You're gonna, you know, Abrams is going to be the guy. But yeah. there's a lot of them. Now it feels very much 
uh, to the point where he doesn't have it in him to get rid of Judge on his own. So he's going to go out of his way to make sure. And that's the wrong reason. And that's the whole yep. problem. You should be going external because you need to go external, not because you need someone to come in and say, I don't like Judge, and then get rid of him. Like, that's the whole issue is like, if you are going to be the owner of this team, have some pride to do what is right for this team. Um, and I think that shows a lot of it. I'm happy, right? So if that's what it needs for all of us fans to get someone external to come in, because that's what this team really, really needs is someone to come in and not be within this family. And, uh, you know, Abrams would be such a bad choice. I cannot oh, even on, like I that infuriates me even thinking about if that ends up happening. I don't even know how to stomach anything about this franchise. <laughs> like if that is seriously what happens, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I I've really seen- don't. I've seen that he's not in contention for the job as well. Yeah, I've seen really? that leaks too. So I've, I've seen uh, I'm on Twitter. I mean, I've yeah. seen that if you look at the formal interviews that they have set up, Abrams is not one of them. Huh. Although I'm not 100% sure if the internal interviews need to be disclosed or not. Yeah. Either way, there is chatter that he's not going to be the guy. And See, I think that would, that would make me feel real good. If it he also was not even remotely asked, be like, okay. All right. Well, then we know we're not going to get stuck with him. No, watch. They don't even say that they interview him, and then they go through like seven, eight guys. They're like, "Nah, it's Abrams." <laughs> <Don't> bring him <laughs> Abrams. <laughs> no, but like, but 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 a good point too to make is that you know they're going to go external, but the ownership is still the ownership. So what if they go external and it doesn't work? Is what happens then? Are well, we then back, that, then it's, then it's thirty five years of of the uh, good old boys again? Get, get a Corsi <laughs> back in to uh, find you somebody, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that was the whole thing. Wasn't wasn't uh, bringing George Young in uh, the first time they went outside the family and that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Well, and that was the league. The league was actually just <laughs> yeah, like, the, league. Yes. Yeah. the league got. That's right. That's right. I remember right. reading this. Was just like you are a, you know, you were one of the first franchises in this league. You can't be this bad. Please look at someone other than, you know, some guy you've known for 70 years, please. Some guy from the country club. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and we're one of those franchises too where like okay no offense to these other but like the lions you kind of already always suck the like you you know the jaguars you already like to see where this franchise has gone because of the, all the decision making is so obnoxious it's all it's obnoxious it's not even disappointing because now i expect it at this point like it was disappointing seven years ago like now it's just ridiculous like you have gone down this black hole of absolute despair that I'm at a loss of words. Oh, they want to talk about the Giants way this and the Giants way that. The Giants way is off a cliff at this <laughs> yeah. point. You know, you've What's you've taken Giants a sto- you've taken a story franchise and just put it into the toilet and flushed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, God. And then, you know, Gettleman's the plunger. <laughs> Shoot it all down there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, man. <laughs> the horror. I just don't want to have to like think about his face anymore. He's got such a like old man rat face. He's so smug. He's just the smuggest, biggest schmuck I've ever seen. I'm so <laughs> glad he's gone, dude. He looks in terrible health, Dan. So I don't. You yeah, know. you check out those legs. They look like a. He looked like a corpse. I sent these guys a <laughs> screenshot of Dave Gettleman in shorts yesterday before the game started to to really get the the motions flying. I really he's got, get yeah. He's got it, some it, weird growths. I mean, Stevie, you have a medical background. I'm sure you could diagnose it, but I think he might need to be I, amputated. <laughs> He, um, his life needs to be amputated. <laughs> yeah. He had like these these like varicose veins on crack. <laughs> I just like and also every time he like answers he just doesn't care about anything. Like you don't I can tell he has no passion. He doesn't care. Like you don't 
He's just like, huh, well, we're not doing like, oh God, you're annoying. Steph, if like, if just- you've been in the league as long as he'd been in the league, you know what he's talking about. Okay. So maybe, maybe if you're a, a professional football front office for 30 Ooh, years, yes. you can say something to Dave Gettleman. Hog Molly's this, hog yeah. Molly's that. Hog Molly, you didn't even draft anyone yep. for the line. You didn't even <laughs> attempt to address it in free agency. And look what we got. Oh, he signed Nate Solder. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Thank I God. Mean, realistically, Dave Gettleman leaves this team with one player from his entire tenure that I want to be on the team still. One. Andrew Thomas. Well, Andrew Thomas. <laughs> I like it. I can, I like Xavier McKinney. Yeah, McKinney. Aziz, I think, is fine. Sure. I could keep him. But, yeah, I mean, it's not pretty. I'm just saying, you know you, have, you know you have one guy that you drafted that is going to be you know, on this team, you know, hopefully for the long haul. McKinney, too, I, I'll give you that. Aziz, I'll give you that, too. He's still a rookie. Let's see how that goes, though. You never know what can happen with injuries and things like that. But at this point, it's Andrew Thomas. Hey, I mean, I don't think these free the agents top are... 11 picks for the, all four years, right? He didn't yeah. have a, a pick lower than that, right? I, I mean, think so. they can't and even feel the full team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about free agent acquisitions, you what know? About they're... Guru? <laughs> what about they, a cap guru? The past, like, the past couple weeks, too... I'll turn on the game. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Wait, wait hold on. Who is that? Like, I and I have followed <laughs> this team Martin. with all everything in my being, and I go and turn it on, and I'm like, who is? What do we? Who? What was he? At? <laughs> because it's like someone we brought up from the practice squad because he's so inept that he could not add depth to this team. Like, you went ahead, Gary Brightwell. Like, I still can't get over that one. Did he get on the field? I'm not gonna be able to live in. Yes, he he was on oh, special teams because oh. thank God our special teams. Uh, who and Judge, come on, you're the special teams guy, and our special teams is one of the. It's one of the worst I've seen in the entire league. Well, yeah. what, what I, about, I was happy about, to see Bachman this weekend. Give it a I, little right, bit. Thank you, thank you. I was just <laughs> going to say, what about Alex Bachman overdrive? That's that's yeah. great. Okay. Real, you know what? Week eighteen, let's go. That was my favorite moment of the game when they, when they were like. Alex Bachman overdrive. And then he's, and I think it was Moose or whatever. It's like, you know, sorry guys, we just got to do something to keep ourselves entertained right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah. what I want to hear as, as a you fan of one of these yet. teams. Yeah. yeah oh, as a fan of you. classic rock, I got a kick out of that. By, so the, that by the way, can I give you an, is this good real quick? Cause I just did one. So Gary yes. Brightwell was drafted before an offensive lineman named stone Forsyth that I was kind of like hoping the giants would get later on. He yeah. was ended up drafted by the Seahawks. His PPF grade, 68.1, is higher than Billy Price, Will Hernandez, and Matt Skura. Oh. <laughs> is this good? It's like Gary Brightwell came me. out of my alma mater. You do not want players from the University of Arizona right now. Like, at yeah. all. Like, great, you got Nick Foles. You got Grunk. That was so long ago. They were yeah. horrific last year. How did they go out? Oh, because Judge is like, I like it for special teams. Well, guess what? Yeah. Newsflash, our special teams sucks. They're terrible. You also don't do draft you... for special teams. You just don't draft for special teams. Well, that's basically what he did nearly the entire draft. was like, oh, maybe he can space. Like, we need to find our teams. Matthew Slater right now. No, no, no. If, one if Joe Judge had his way, he'd clone <laughs> Nate Edber five times. <laughs> Ed, Ed, Edber, Ed, Eb, Ebner, Ebner, Ebner. Ebner. He Ebner. loves him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure Matthew Slater in New England made him look good for so many years. Yeah. And honestly, I said this before, but it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna be a special teams guy and then watch Riley Dixon punt every week and then think that's okay, make a move. <laughs> it's a punter. Make a move. It, what, what is is Matt Dodge the punting coach? Like what? <laughs> Matt Dodge. 
<laughs> you know what? I, 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 did you, you know, we went to that Eagles game where, and we talked about it several times where, you know, the, the, the horrible miracle, of the metal ends too. I hate to call it that. Do you remember that YouTube video somebody made where it's like Dodge talking to Coughlin and robot voices? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to share that on Twitter when we're done because that is, was amazing. I, I, I can't believe that was the only time that I've been to a game without my dad where I called him at halftime and I was so sure we were going to win that I needed to talk to him. Why we lost. It's your fault. <laughs> That's why we lost. That's exactly why we lost. And Great. I remember leaving and feeling like, well, I hope there's an open grave somewhere. I just kind of want to jump in it right now. <laughs> just drive right into it. I, I was, you know what was funny was I was so sure the game was locked up. I didn't even see that play. I was just in the bathroom taking a piss. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I was I and I was listening to it uh, on the speaker in there, and I was like, "This isn't real." That's the right? worst part. That's yeah. the worst part. Is that you're in the bathroom and it's. Go- <laughs> I mean, let's be real. If you're going to go to like a Giants game, I don't know about about everybody out there, but I have at least like twelve beers, so I probably watch half the game and spend the other half of the game waiting in line for the bathroom. (laughs) Imagine watching a Giants game sober. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like I legitimately feel bad for you. If you you intend to do that, like you deserve better in your life. You know what I think about a lot? The Saints game. I can't stop thinking about it. I literally can't stop thinking about it. Can I ask you a quick stuff? You don't think you can get drunk off one medium Pepsi? For four people? Oh, no. Yeah, well, it, it's usually the large for me. So. Uh, yeah. that, good, good. That's what puts you over. <laughs> Can you imagine the, the ticket? You could have got a ticket for six bucks to go to that game. Six dollars. I said 28 last week was the going price for it. It went down to six dollars. That's great. Good. That's great. It was 21 at Solder a couple of week, like, weeks ago. Yeah. And six dollars. At, to go to a New York Giants game. Do you know how pathetic that, like that it's alone so should be like, why don't we look inside and be like, what are we doing here? Because there's because obviously an issue. Of ownership in this in this case, apparently Steve Tisch has taken a a, a liking to uh, actually be in the building and want to be a part of, of things. Oh, so, good. Yeah, They yeah. say that every, that is good. T- every year at this time of year. They say Tish, Tish has got, you know, wants a lot of change. He wants to do stuff. And it never happens. Marriage I honestly like, forget that Tish is a person until like about this time every year. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I forget that he exists and it's like about now. And then like kind of right before the draft. And then like he peeps in again at some point where like I hear his <laughs> name. But other than that, you don't hear anything about him. The only I, time I, I think- see Tish is when I'm driving up FDR drive and I see the, the Tish building. That's about yeah. the only time I think about that guy. <laughs> I, I, every time that, that Forrest Gump is on TBS, I think about him. Because <laughs> he, he, he's in there, in there? He, no, he, he produced the movie. Oh. He did, <laughs> yeah, really? I had no yeah. idea. Wow, so I'm both, laughing because I was making my own joke out of that. Both Tish and Maris have like have someone have Hollywood ties. That's interesting. I didn't realize, yeah. That. Well, and that's you know, that's that's what helped out the uh, the daughters to be actresses. Yeah. Obviously, that was the end, yeah. Well, when you're when you're turns out when you're billionaires, you can really make stuff happen in the entertainment business for yourself, so. You mean you guys um, didn't like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? I haven't I mean, seen it. I fell asleep in the theater. <laughs> my my girlfriend at the time dragged me to it. I, I just passed out. I also had as many beers as I did watching a Giants game to watch that movie. So if that's oh, yeah. any consolation to myself. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather sleep through every Giants game, too. There you go. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? <sighs> I mean, I, I think we need to really allow ourselves to enjoy the fact that we're never going to see Dave Gettleman ever again. And I know it's very tough and they make it very hard for us, but like, let's let it wash over us a little bit, at least for a couple of days before they screw something else up. Yeah. You know what we can thank him for? We have two first, uh, first round picks this year and that I will be thankful for that. I'm okay with. 
Um, I can allow myself to not wish anything bad upon him because of that. But, oh, God. I think the Eagles for that, for jumping ahead and getting Devon Smith. Because otherwise we would have ended up with him and uh, we wouldn't be in any better position than we are now. Do you you know what rank Roshan Slater is uh, in left tackles this year? Stop. (laughs) Do you know? Fifth. Let me know. Fifth. Fifth. Fifth yeah. Oh, I know. Tackle. Oh, I know. I had him. He was, I, he, I wanted him. I thought he was better than Penny. I thought he was going to be fantastic. And to see us not take him was so painful. By the way, just quickly, that. did you guys watch that game last night? Yeah. What a, that was like the best NFL game I've ever seen. That I, was it was I didn't watch fantastic. It. And I love at the end that they were going to kneel down and the Chargers took the timeout and then they, they kicked him out of the playoffs. It was just a lot of good storylines, just a really fun game to watch. Yeah. Unlike, every, you know, it's, Dan said it the best the other week. He's like watching other football games besides the Giants. It's like watching a different sport. And I I couldn't agree more, man. I just want to score a couple touchdowns every year and there. Like, geez, is that too much to ask? When we scored, I almost got excited. I was like, oh my God, are we in the end zone? Like, is that actually happening? (laughs) Um, But it's, I mean, it's. It's to watch some of the, you know, and people get mad on Twitter, like, no, the Giants are the worst team in the league. Yeah, we are. You guys are consistently staying in games. Like, I'm not asking for much. I'm asking for for football that I want to watch. Like, at least be able to watch. It's very painful. They are unwatchable. Um, And that's what, you know, you see the Jaguars. They just beat the Colts. The Lions stayed in every single game. Even last year with us, we were in games. We were not in games like this. It, you know, and Daniel Jones going down definitely hurt us a lot. Um, and, it, you know, after that, it was kind of a disaster. But, oh, God. Can, yeah. can we talk about how I wouldn't be opposed to Kenny Galladay leaving the planet and not playing for our team ever again? I never wanted I, him. Yeah, I I, I, I'm okay with him, him not being around anymore. I think it's indicative of, of the coaching, honestly. I think he yeah. gave up a while ago. I mean, you could see... That play was bizarre. Um, well, what, what was that the what, start of the third quarter? He like didn't the, didn't even have his hands in the vicinity of the ball. Like he lay out, lay out. It's the try. best throw that From ever threw in the NFL. Not that there's many, but that was his, that was it. Just lay out and catch the ball. It would have been great because he doesn't care. They, because why would he? <sighs> oh, they also decision. have this creepy obsession with Slayton. Get over him. Yeah. Like, take him out of the playbook. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm done. And I like Slayton. I think he's great for the locker room. But I'm done with locker room guys because we're not a franchise that can have locker room guys. We need playmakers. Slayton is not a playmaker. He might have been, you know, I know he was rely- somewhat for Daniel. But, like, take him out and try to get that chemistry with Galladay. Like, what are you? I just don't understand the slate and obsession. I can't, I will never get behind it. It's the things I'm you done. don't see. It's the things you can't see. The oh, intangible right. things. Yeah. The things you're yes. told that really matter. But wait, but right. like, why, why wouldn't you force feed a guy like that? It, I, I, I don't understand that. Is there, is there like problems in the locker room in terms of like, personalities i don't know like what is but even tony right like it's like why are you having him play you're having the dude throw the ball more than you're throwing him a pass like what is going i just there were so many confusing things and i think last year like i could at least make excuses for what the thought process was like why are they making this decision okay this year i i legitimately don't understand 99 percent of the things that happen 
Yeah, and you know what? I, I couldn't agree with you more, and I want to bring up something that I was what Dan had said in, uh, previously and that I was reading about the Giants tanking in these last few games. Do you, and, and, uh, and you remember that press conference, but week 17 last year when the Eagles benched Hurts to lose the game to keep whoever out of the playoffs, uh, Giants out of the playoffs, whatever it was. I don't well, remember the exact scenario. Position. Whatever it was. Yeah. But either way, at the end of the game, Joe Judge said that it was Bush League, basically, and that while well, he's had a coach of the head coach of the New York Giants, that will never do that. So you can't tell me they were tanking. They're just atrocious and making the worst decisions offensively I've ever seen. Can I please bring up those two QB sneaks again? Because yeah, let's get into Joe Judge and, and everything now. Yeah. Okay, the coaching is gone. You can't tell me that you're going to look at those plays and say, this is a winning football team. This is a winning football coach. It's essentially kneeling down. Like I, I I'm so confused by it. Like well, I, I don't even know what to say. It's well, like, it, it, I'm it, watching it, this and I have my head in my hands and I'm like, what is this? What so is this the, the, they're putting on the field? And then you're not going to come out and just fire this guy after the game. I, if I'm John Mara, I fire him after the game. After, for those two plays, for those two plays, yeah, do an Antonio Brown to him halfway through the game, <laughs> and then you look at a team like that was already brought up, like the Lions, and they're doing amazing trick plays, and they're winning. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're 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 actually looking good. They're looking exciting, even if they were they had a tie and they have a horrible record. Well, guess what? They actually like to have entertaining football. <laughs> Who wants to see a QB sneak on a second and nine on their and own? Have, my one theory is that they wanted to uh, see what a victory formation looked like uh, <laughs> one time this year. Yeah. I'm sorry, Steph, I, go ahead. No, I just, I don't know if you guys noticed this, is at one point, actually a couple times during that game, they kind of flashed to Daniel, right? And Daniel Saquon, and I forgot who else was, who else was the other player. There was another player there. And like, the way they're kind of laughing is like, I can tell they're like, this dude's a joke. Like it was like right after that play and they're going and the guys are looking at each other. Like they can't even fight anymore. And they can't make us believe that they want to fight. the way that they were laughing like that too. It's like, are you kidding, dude? I don't even think they would have called that play with Daniel on the field. Like to get in a no. better for to punt. Like, what are you talking about? A better punt, punting formation. Just <laughs> punt on, just punt on second down. Punt That's on first what, down. Yeah. Fine. Just just don't play what the do second mean, half. Get after in a that. better punt position, you psycho. Like if, you're literally do you see where you are on the field? Why are you <laughs> calling and two in a row? Is that the worst play ever in NFL history? Like I'm yeah. kind of kidding. Yes, it is. It, it, it's the most embarrassing play in NFL history. And if you're not if taking, that, then your players have quit or your, your coaches have quit. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I was gonna I say if, if that if that play if that play call if those play calls weren't like essentially like subtweeting Gettleman. And, and essentially it's trying to signal to ownership that we have nothing and we can't do anything. So we might as well run QB sneaks you know, on odd downs and odd field positions. If that's not the case, if it wasn't something like greater, if they weren't trying to, you know, uh, throw a coup there and that was actually strategic football uh, strategy that, that, or whatever they thought to be. And what like, do you want to do? Get the, that, the last quarterback on yeah. the team killed too. Like, are it's you a, seriously crazy? Well, they got Lewecki in there. Come on. <laughs> it's uh it's total ineptness total incompetence it, it, there's there's i i can't imagine is there a gm out there that would ever consider keeping joe judge no in their no, right absolutely not and that brings me back unless to my it's last like point. chris mara who we're, they're gonna promote 
he doesn't want to do it. So he's going <laughs> to let he's going to bring someone in who's inevitably going to fire him so he doesn't have to feel bad I mean, anymore. We all separately made those points basically during the pod is just that John Mayer wants to be the nice guy and he just wants to kick the bucket to the next guy. Yep. Which is fine, but I'm not convinced until it actually happens because I, I'm so just over this ownership and, and just the ineptitude. Yeah. And, you know, we can harp on it for a million years, but at this point, if someone doesn't come in and fix this, I don't know what to do. Is there another team out there that I can root for? I don't know. Probably not, but I'm not going to root for the giants because, because it's yeah. no, there's no point. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, you know, why bother? Why invest any, any, any of your time or money into this franchise? If that someone's not going to come in from the outside and fire Joe judge and, he, he, Make Ian two, was right make a, when he tweeted that out about how Joe Judge is retained. Watch a lot of season ticket holders just give up their tickets. It's going to happen. Yeah. He's right. Well, I tweeted today. Thank God. I was so close to buying season tickets. I could not be happier that I, I did that. not make that decision. I, I, yeah. I have no interest in having those tickets. I am not. I, I don't remember in my entire life I was born and raised a Giants fan. I have watched nearly half the games on mute this season. And I've turned a couple games off towards yeah. the end because I can't stomach it. And for, you know, like we were, we have watched this franchise and you just watch the way that it's going. It's, it's actually heartbreaking a little bit. It's yeah. really, I don't want to say it's upsetting because I, and John Mayer just doesn't, they, the mayors don't care, which is maybe the worst part. They, they, I money think they do too. care, but they don't like understand what caring actually yeah, means. Yeah, it's out of touch. Is it's true? Yeah, out of touch, tone deaf. Like the definition in the dictionary, John Mara's dumb. Ah, oh, I want to curse so bad. I read it. Is in there. The, Art Stapleton had a tweet today that sort of provides a little bit of insight, I think, into how Mara's treat people. Uh, he was talking about when they fired Jerry Reese in 2017, that, that he said Jerry Reese spent hours in the facility saying goodbyes behind the scenes. Um, they didn't chase him out of the building. There were a lot of tears uh, from what he was told. And essentially, it wasn't about Reese's resume. It was about the person. So the Maris act on a personal basis. They fired Reese for personal reasons. They yeah. let Gettleman walk out into the sunshine, out into the sunset uh, for personal reasons because they, they liked him for whatever reason. Um, they're not motivated by production on the field do you not see what i'm saying Colin? no no i i like like can you fill us in on on the reese personal thing i know i had read something along those lines too but i forget the exact like uh circumstances i mean i don't know this the personal things i'm maybe jerry Mm -hmm. reese told merida f off and Ah, that's it you're gone that's it you know what dan because that's right remember that one one tweet that i shared about how i forget what the free agent was he came to the giants uh and then his agent called john marin a-hole and then John was just like, nah, we're not signing you. Yeah, yeah. It was Trent uh, Williams Chris yep. called Chris Mara an a-hole. So yeah. his his ex-agent, not even the current agent yeah, yeah. that he had. So he yep. didn't want to bring him in. Yep. Yeah. So I was just like, well, oh, yeah, oh, you're going to make our team better? Well, I don't like you. So no, yeah. that's that's it. Yeah. Cool. I think we should get back to Joe Judge, though. Yes, yes, yes. That reminds it's me funny. Of, of... Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, please go. No, I was just going to say that that calling Chris Mara an a-hole reminds me of all the veteran uh, free agent offensive linemen we brought in in the summer. And when they got to spring, tra- uh, they got to camp. They saw what practice was like, and they're like, ah, it's like I think I'm going to retire rather than do this. 
Is that, that was two separate guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that culture? Is that, is that a uh, building a uh, community and, and, and being a, a real players coach? Well, um, I mean, you, you really have to get pumped up about, you know, throwing a little, little water on the ground with a hose and diving in it. That's, that's, you know, running laps. It's such Boy, he's nonsense. So he's a hard on. And, yeah. uh, and then you look at too the running laps things, right? I was, you know, I bought into it a little bit too, but then also, why is 70% of the team getting hurt? There has to be some kind of soft tissue involvement because you are working these guys nearly to death, obviously, during practice because it's not normal. I, I think they have to look at the medical staff also. Thank I hope you. that that's part of it. Between the medical staff and the scouting, something's also got to change. There are other pieces to this, but you know what I think about a lot too is the way that Colombo went out, and I hate Colombo. I do not think that he's <laughs> a good coach. I can't stand him, but like even that was such a random outburst obnoxious piece of news that just kind of died down and we were like oh judge was right was he or yeah. is this like kind of our, our pieces kind of adding up now yeah. why did it go out that way um is there some truth to that so it's a yeah it's a I, I was thinking about that today when Colin Benjamin got cut Calvin yep, Benjamin right. got cut when he said yeah. things about judge and, and I'm sure every one of us were like ah oh, this guy just some you're like oh, he's he's tight end, he's overweight. he was speaking truth man yeah by the way, Robert Sale is, is gone. He quit. So good yeah, for him. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be coaching in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gators. Yeah, good for him. Smart, smart, yeah. de- smart That's business a good decision. Point on, on Colombo, though, that 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 should have maybe been seen a, a little differently. Like we all wanted to hate on him because he's a, a Cowboys guy. Uh, but maybe he just couldn't take it anymore. Whatever was going on in the locker room, the stuff that we can't see, you know, the stuff that they're fixing and building for the future. Maybe yeah. it really stinks, and uh, maybe, anyone from the maybe outside that's that they Rob bring in. Rob is ready to go out, right? Like he doesn't care. He's going to Florida. It doesn't matter. He he probably yeah. was checked out week six. Yeah, like uh, you don't know these guys. Obviously, don't like really want to be. I, and you want to talk about culture? What what are you building there, Judge? Where is the culture? I don't see that other than maybe brainwashing like forty percent of the locker room, which obviously he has because of the way that they speak to the media, but you need a staff that supports you. And even Patrick Graham, right? There was a different tone to him last season when he was taking on, you know, maybe he's going to get in an interview here. And he really shut that down real quick. This season, a little bit different. He's like, the end goal is to be a head coach. You didn't hear lines like that out of him last year. It's because he doesn't want to be here anymore. And you got to get people to want to be here. They want to buy into the system as well. And I, I think you know, Judge might get some of these guys to buy in because, you know, he helped, he's, he let Logan Ryan go down when his wife did this and that. Yeah. And there's, but there's a little bit more to that, right? We also need production on the field, dude. These guys want to win games, they want to be competitive. That's the, the, why they the, play the, football. <laughs> the <laughs> synergy of the past of being able to have mm-hmm. that family feel as well as production is lost. It's, it's very far. It's like, one side of the country to the other. And it used to be very close. And now it's just not there. I think you saw that, right? When it was was the Strahan era, when Justin Tuck was there, when OC was there, like that, that family, like it wasn't family first. It was win and commitment and work your butt off. And, and, uh, you know, you try your hardest to help, you know, the giants to be, uh, better and now it's like judge wants this family friendship crap first but no like th- that's why Strahan was like no I'm not gonna we're not doing the offseason I'm not going to training camp like why would I yeah. want to go I don't even know if I want to play for this team like yeah. we're not gonna win a Super Bowl there's no but then he made a smart decision that point 
Yeah, I, right. And, but then you make, but then once he came back, he was like, oh, maybe we're on to something. Then you start falling in love with the locker room as a, t- like, as a teammate. It's a little bit different. So I think Judge might have things just a little bit twisted. Like, I get it, but you're not going back to fundamentals. How many penalties do we have to, if I see one more, every time the flag goes, I'm like, I swear I'm shutting this off. Yeah. It's a, uh, I, I, don't, I don't really buy that the players buy into to judge. I don't I think either. like with Tom Coughlin rubbed up a lot of people the wrong way, but he eventually leveled with them and they bought in and they knew that Tom Coughlin would like die on that field with them or like scream his head off and give himself a heart attack. Um, <laughs> oh, like I you couldn't him. peel him off the field for, for anything. And there's nothing that Joe judge brings to the table or has shown the players or the fans in return. You know, like what, what, what can we trust Joe judge to do as a giant fan or as a player that he'll, challenge the wrong play that he'll punt in an obvious like go for it situation that he's going to opt for the field goal when we have momentum there there's there's no there's an idea of joe judge that he uh you know is a good coach but he simply isn't there right you know the, the american psycho quote that i keep but saying it's almost not yeah. even his uh, fault right why did they hire someone that was yeah. did not have the experience and was not ready to come into a system that was already kind of broken because like, he check coaching tree they he, uh, and, he, and they and he all fail his his mouth in a way that was just like a, like a, a giddy, like, Oh, that's the kind of coach that okay. I want for my team. I'm John Mara. Conspiracy no. theory. I think that Bill is like, yeah, go be free. And he just wants to taint every other team yeah, so that they either come back to them or they can't be good. Right. Like he's not I, giving them the, he's not teaching them the real stuff. He's like the smoke <laughs> screens here. Yeah. He's like, I know it, that you can't do it on your own. So come back to me when you want to, you know, I don't know. It bolsters his own image, and he's like, "What? What coach can I do without the easiest?" Oh, we got we can Joe Judge. That guy's useless. Um, yeah, it's fine. Go, yeah, Joe. Tried, be free. He tried. He tried to kick uh, Josh McDaniels out and say, "Yeah, yeah, you're ready. Go ahead, man. You got be Patricia back. now. Even yeah. Floor. I mean, not that I think that Floor should be fired. But, that was yet. Uh, yes, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah I'm you guys pissed uh, off about that. That makes no sense. Hey, I'll take him on the Giants. Seriously. Did you guys hear yeah. uh, hear hear what uh, that news was that Ralph Vacchiano had about uh, Joe Judge and, and what a part of his pitch was? What? Is that not only he had a is, is he going to come back? Yeah, sort of. Or what his his goal is or his ambition is is not only to come back and coach with you know a sterling ten and twenty three record, but also have um, a say in who the next GM is. So, hmm. so that's part of what he think is is, is coming. Oh yes, way. I commented on that. I yeah. think he's done enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, done enough. Joe, go home. Go home. Get out yeah, of here. Joe, All right, fine. let me hop in real guys, real quick here. NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl Fifty Six, new customers can get fifty six to one odds on any wild card team to win their game. Bet just five dollars and win two hundred eighty five in free bets if your your team is victorious. If sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, which it is now in New York and Dan's in Jersey, so we're all good. You could you still have something to play for this wild card weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy yeah, Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. 
Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPPN. No, TPPPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New York, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I've done, and, and, I've done, I've done a better ad read in my life. It's well, that, I mean, it's that TPPPN, man. I keep saying it. You keep putting three P's in. I always do three P's. T-P-P-N. T, promo code T-P-P-N. There you go. T-P-P-P-P-P-P-N. Anyway. Great organization. Also, yeah. I, I, I love DraftKings, and I'm going to download the app now that I can, and uh, hopefully I'm going to win some money. But if my track record of sports gambling is any uh, <laughs> any referral to this, it's not going to be great for me. Yeah, guys, I don't know. It's a great way to make a lot of money. It's really reliable income. I, I made $50 yesterday in our $3 bet. You can do it too. Wow. DraftKings. Sick. Yeah, you can. Well, you should have done took- the ad read. I took the under on Jake Fromm the other day because I don't know why the hell anyone thought he would throw as much as he would. And boom, there you go. Easy money. money. Uh, You know what? I was happy for him with that touchdown, even though it was to Slate. He was was so happy. It was very sweet. Yeah. You know what? When inevitably he never plays another snap in the NFL, he can still say I threw a touchdown pass and an NFL team. Yeah. You know, you can tell his grandkids that. Darius Slayton. Speaking of touchdown passes to wide receivers, did you guys see this? I mean, it, it's it's common information, but Field Yates actually tied a nice bow on it. It's, it's no, this isn't as good. Don't read it. Don't. Oh, I love this one. It's so good. It's oh. so good. The Giants used a first round pick on wide receiver Kadarius Tony and made Kenny Galladay the highest paid wide receiver in free agency by spending seventy seventy two million dollars over four years. Neither mm-hmm. scored a touchdown this season. Is this good? I, 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 think I, it's, I have uh, a real I fun one. It, it was a very good uh, scheme to really pull over the wool of the, the eyes of the NFL and be like, hey, you guys think we're going to throw touchdowns to these guys? Nope, we're not going to do it. We're not doing it. We're not, throwing <laughs> we're not even actually going to target Kenny Galladay for like How did Kenny Galladay not get a touchdown? Oh, do you know God. the last time he has, throw, he has even caught a touchdown? Uh, it's like two career? years ago now, isn't it? Yeah, right. Week 4, 2020. Wow. <laughs> is, th- is that good? Is that- <laughs> Give him more money. Okay. You know okay. What's crazy too is like okay, Daniel Jones and whatever. Find Daniel Jones, saying whatever it is. His, you know, he does. He has a good deep ball, right? That is one of his qualities that we can say I like that about Daniel Jones. But you don't use it, right? That you have Galladay. All these Daniel Jones is still here. You're still not even using. It. I just nothing about the team this year made sense. Not that it made sense the past seven years, but it it really didn't make sense. He could run. Yeah. <laughs> they, they let him run. That's probably why he got and hurt. And they get him killed, right? It's yeah. like even the two QB sneaks, you go back to Sunday. You That's like your last qu- You want Logan Ryan out there throwing the ball? Like, I don't know what your plan is. What if he gets hurt too? What if um, crazy, crazy, I know we've kind of thrown this out there a little bit in down. terms of like, where, where is he going to go? But like, what if, for some reason, Patrick Graham ends up being our head coach right now? I want him to be. They need an offensive-minded guy in You're there. right. I, I really think. Someone You're creative, right. you know. But I, I, I do like Graham. I think I, hopefully Graham sticks around. I, I think it's probably not the case, but. Yeah. yeah. Let it, set him free. He doesn't. He, you he, know, he paid his dues. He'd, he'd be good on the Vikings as a head coach, maybe. Uh, yeah. They yeah, like Mike defensive-minded they won't, they won't guys. They a defensive mind, though. I feel like they need offense over there. Yeah, you're but. right. True. No. You're right. 
Can I do my is this good really quick? Because yeah. I want to hurt hurt all your feelings. Do it. Hit me. So, okay. I you think guys... I've had my feelings hurt a lot. <laughs> you guys see who the starting left guard for Washington therapy. football team was? Uh, no, please Eric... don't say it. Don't. I know who it is. <laughs> don't even. Don't you dare. Former Giants first round pick Eric Flowers. Now, Eric Flowers has a 72 pro football focus rating this year, which is 20 points better than Will Hernandez and Matt Skura and 10 oh. points better than Billy Price. Is that good? <laughs> it, look at Zeitler. Look at Tom. Go look at all these guys. Even freaking Atlanta Con- and Eli Apple. Oh yeah. my. Does he still in the league? All doing Eli Apple? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Who does yeah. he play for? New Orleans? What is it? Bengals, right? Bengals. Bengals. All yeah, right. Him, him uh, BJ Hills over there. Crazy that Eric, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, Eric Flowers is still in the league. Like, I well, knew he was bouncing around as a backup. Guard. Why would we? Why would we even try him out there? What's the point? Interesting, yeah. Interesting, philosophy. it was personal, dude. It was personal. Yeah. Thank God we got Solder, right? You know, yeah. what a great, <laughs> right what a shit. great quality player. You know, yeah. when, when you have a head that small as an offensive lineman, you can't be good. <laughs> his head's too small, <laughs> yeah. Look at it. Next time you see him without his helmet on, you'd be like, you're not an offensive lineman in the it NFL. Not small. a chance. Yes, it is. Well, he yeah, won't be this year. We couldn't sure. take Eli Apple's mom anymore, honestly. It was a little much. Put oh her on God. the line. Yeah. <laughs> Might center. be fine. Um, I mean, we 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 kind of we kind of went went a little wild here. Do you guys want to talk about GM candidates or should we push that to a later episode? I don't uh, know when someone's gonna get hired. Yeah, I mean we we can run them down real quick. I, yeah, there's... sure. I'll just, I'll just throw out there the guys who are going to get interviewed or have been requested for interviews. Yeah. So Ryan Poles, the Kansas City Director of Player Personnel. You got Ryan Cowden, Titan, Titans Vice President of Player Personnel. Monty Austin Ford, which is Titans Director of Player Personnel. Uh, and then Joe Schoen, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. I've heard different pronunciations. Who's the Bills Assistant GM. Yeah. Quite a good couple good names out there. And I'm and I'm pleased about all of them except for Austin Fort because him and Judge have ties in New England, and I I don't want Judge to stick around. Okay. Um, I mean, among those guys, anybody else out there that like you want to see them bring in, or 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 if you had to pick one of those guys, who who would it be? Colin, you want to start? Anybody else? What's funny though is like those were the names that I well we've talked about this. There's not that like golden boy that's standing out there that's excited you. Man, you know how in like years past, it's just like, oh, that guy's going to get the job somewhere. And it's going to be incredible. That doesn't really happen. I mean, maybe it's just because I feel like we are not in line to uh, lure any of them because why would they even be interested? But like, I was actually surprised to see that these names were were on the at least request list because that's that's I don't know that's pretty much what I would be looking for. I don't even know who'd want to leave to come. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all assistants, right? And yeah. And ha- getting free reign to build the Giants essentially from scratch. Two first round picks is a big pull. We have the second, second highest job. draft equity in the entire draft coming up. Um, I don't know. I have some thoughts. I, I think Joe Schoen is is probably the, the front runner in, in my head out of this names because look at the team they built in Buffalo. Yeah, they uh, they're solid uh, offense and defense. They built a team you know, from relatively nothing, you know, in the past, you know, six years, um, they've identified talent in every position class. Also his connection to Brian Dable, who I would love as our head coach Mm. um, would be incredible. Um, You know, but then again, like 
is he ready? Is that something he wants? I don't know. I don't know him from a hole in the wall. So who's to say? Uh, and I always shout him out every time we talk about GMs, but someone not on the list that I would love to interview is Ed Dodds from the Colts. Sure. I think uh, assistant GM there. Uh, again, another team that, you know, sort of just builds fine, consistently finds great talent and puts people in the right spots to succeed in, in their respective uh, uh, roles. And, and he finds talent deep in the draft, not necessarily, you know, hitting on, on just like, like first rounders. They, they find people throughout the draft and have deep rosters on their team. So those are names I like, I mean, anybody like quite literally anybody on this earth is an upgrade. <laughs> so um, it's, it's all gravy. I, I just don't want to, limit our search for something with Joe judge in mind, picking yeah. one of like his like friends that he's comfortable with. That's insane. Yeah. I agree. Anyone sticking out to you, Steph. Holes is interesting to me from a, he was a lineman standpoint and mm. because of our need for that. So direly um, Boston college too. We got to bring that up. Yes. Always giants related. Yeah, so that intrigues, and I thought he did have some kind of overlap with Judge. I don't know what it was. I thought some, I saw something about that today, but it may not be. But even you know, I was surprised about. I don't know if you saw Peter Schrager tweet out that they also sought permission for Adam Peters, and there was one other person from San Francisco, hmm, and then also Adrian Wilson, who is the guy at the for the Cardinals. I think he's a VP of personnel, maybe. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot. They they really were aggressive today. I actually did not see another team that that was as aggressive as us asking for permission to interview. So, um, and it sucks because I used to be like, oh, let me trust the process. No, I I don't trust the process. So I don't want to get excited about any of these guys because I think I'm going to get my heart broken when Abrams is our Certainly will, yeah. I think no no other teams made announcements because they already put their requests in to interview these people like three weeks ago. Let me me ask you guys one more question before we wrap up. Kevin Abrams, would any team in the NFL with an opening for a GM consider him for a position? Zero. No. None. Why? Why? And that just goes to show you where we're we're, another example of where we're at as a franchise right now. And judges like advocating for him. I I wouldn't trust him to pay my my taxes. Judge is advocating for him the (laughs) same way the players are advocating for Judge. The only players advocating for Judge are players that can't play anywhere else. Judge is advocating for Abrams because he's the only one that's going to let him stay as head coach. Yep. Yep. That's true. Survival. But I mean, if I just want to throw my two cents in there, I think I, I like polls. He's 36 years old. He's a young dude. He's been in KC for 12 years. Their roster has is good. Yeah. Really, what they, they were doing well with Alex Smith at quarterback. They just needed that. I mean, obviously, Mahomes is a transcendent player in the NFL, but they needed a quarterback to get over the hump. And then look at what happened when they did. And I just would love a focus on you know, bringing this team into the modern era. And I, and I like the young guys. They and rebuilt I, and I that think, offensive line in one season. Easily, the four players they replaced. Yeah, and I mean, showing to me is also a good one because Dan. I mean, you, you you brought up before, but I just think the way they rebuilt that roster after being such a maligned franchise for so long is impressive to me. Mm-hmm. So to me, those two guys would be great, and I'm glad they're coming in for interviews. And I hope that it's you know whoever comes in can fire judge fix this absolute train wreck. I think train wreck is probably like an understatement at this point. Wait, quick but, question. Who interviews them when they come in? Do they speak to John Mara? Like, who, yeah. Cause that's who's not going to scare dude. anyone away. I, like I was like, keep John away. Keep, 
Just don't let him speak to anybody. It's Abrams and Judge doing the interviews. Oh. <laughs> they got to like bring in like Strahan to do the interviews or something. Yeah. And what if, <laughs> like, but you know what the worst part is? Oh, they asked for permission. That's the key word. They asked for what if they say I don't want to? Probably. Like, yeah. What if they don't want? Why would you want to come to this team? Um, Steph, I don't know. Let's just I think... live in the world where they all accept and they're all oh, coming. Let's, gosh, let's enjoy I'm... it for today. Hmm. No, I, I, I think... wasn't as stressed when I started this podcast. <laughs> and now I am increasingly getting more stressed. Now. I think there's plenty of reasons that you want the job in New York. One, if you come in yeah. into the interview and they tell you that you can fire a judge, then that no longer hamstrings your search. Because I yes. think that's the number mm-hmm. one thing hamstrings. Second, we mentioned before, there's two first round picks. Third, you're in, you're in one of the major markets in America and with one of the most historic franchises in the NFL. I think and it's a job a that people job, want. Never fire you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can uh you can and if you 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 suck it up for four years and do the worst possible job imaginable, you could just retire off into the sunset with your <laughs> family taking photo ops on the sideline. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> and I think with that we'll end it tonight. Um thank you guys for listening. Please guys follow Big Blue United, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Pod Net on Twitter. Don't forget to give Steffi a, a, a follow if you aren't already. And please give us a follow at our new Twitter handle at BBU Podboys. And oh yeah, I forgot. Email Dan, BigBlueUnitedPodcast at gmail.com. Or I guess you can DM us now. You can just DM us if you want. Because he, he's way. the only one that checks the email. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's him. All right. Uh, let me let me unhide your face here and uh, thank you guys for listening. Steph, thanks for coming on. Yeah, as always. A lot, Glad to have you on again. Therapy. And uh, have a great night, everybody. Good night. Later, Davey. Bye, Dave. Bye, Joe. Hopefully.